you know, one of the big questions that comes up all the time is like, okay, it's great. I know I need to raise money to make my movie, but where the heck do I find film funding sources? Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jason Brugick. I'm talking to you from sunny Southern California, and this is Filmmaking Stuff, where we share tips and tactics so you can take action and make your movie now. Now, if you've been listening to Filmmaking Stuff but for any length of time, you know that Tom Malloy, um, he's a producer. He's raised over $25 million in private equity. He's made multiple feature films. In fact, um, he's right now he's, he's on set uh, doing a horror movie. But I've asked him to step away. Uh, I said, Tom, hey, I got that question again. You know, the question about <laughs> where the heck do I find film funding sources? So I really wanted to find out from you, Tom, you know, where where are good places? Like, do, do I just like send smoke signals up in the air? How do I find film funding sources? Thanks, Jason. Uh, yeah, I did a video recently about where you can find funding sources for your film projects. And the kind of basis for the video, or I guess the um, the crux of the video would be that you have to adopt the mindset that there's financing all around you. You know, and you really, there is, you, you look at things like a major store. And I think I used Walmart as an example. Like you just go and you think the amount of business going through that store on a daily basis or go to an airport and you think of all the people that paid for those tickets and um, they're there and then the, the cost of check baggage and, and transportation there and all and whatever the trips are going on and the, the financial needs. I mean, you just think about this money that's just flowing all around you at all times. And you look at that and you go, okay, how can I tap into that? It's almost like this gigantic hose that's just shooting this, this big stream of water. And you just want to like put your pinky in and just take a little bit of that off uh, for you and, and your film. So that's the, the mindset. The first thing is the mindset. The second thing is, is really kind of noticing stuff. Um, you know, I know you have a story of someone in your hometown years ago that it was on a billboard and you, and you finally were able to get in front of that person. And, and I think that's a great example. You know, they say there's somebody that's a, um, a major car salesman or something that they, they advertise on TV and in, in, in most of, um, local kind of cities and, and, and places like that, when you're not talking about the majors like Chicago, New York, LA, you know, you go to the smaller cities, there's always like, oh yeah, this, this person's everywhere. Like they're the, they're the big fish in the small pond. And you look and you go, how can I get in front of that person? How can I get a meeting and potentially get them into my industry? I've always said that it's you, you find somebody that has made a hundred million, uh, selling used cars, you know, or something like that. And that person has no idea how to get in the movie business and you become the conduit for them you become the person that can introduce them to the movie business, right? They can't just fill out a form on a website and be and suddenly they're a movie producer. You have that expertise. So you become the conduit and introduce them to that world. And that's the best way to do it. So it, like I said, the mindset of looking around, it can just be, you get something in the mail and it's, it's for this dentist. That's like the most prolific dentist in your area. And I, and by the way, I do not subscribe to that theory that dentists are a source of revenue. I've never, had a dentist invest or never even pitched a dentist in, 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 from what I recollect, but I'm just saying like somebody that's prolific and big. And, and again, I'm bringing up the dentist thing. Cause I think that was an old 
thing like maybe 30 years ago and that uh, Dove Simmons and other people said, oh yeah, they were a source for money. And then and everybody since then has thought dentists are going to suddenly write them a check for your movie. I'm, I'm saying like if somebody is doing mailings or doing TV stuff in your local community that you could potentially reach out to and you start to ask around, hey, does anybody have a connection to Bob Smith? I wonder how I can get in front of that person and just start asking around and, and do your, your work that way um, and start attracting that kind of relationship. And, you know, and it's, there's all kinds of stuff that you're going to have to do when you obviously you get in there. It's not just like, here, I got in front of that person. So here, give me that money. <laughs> you know, you're going to have to go there and um, work that magic as far as the pitch goes. And obviously there's so many components of that, the prepping and the, adding values to the project and going in there and not starting with your pitch and all the closing techniques and all that. But what I'm getting at is first things first is that knowing that there is money all around you and you just have to try to tap into that. So if you just put yourself in that mind step and start to look around, you know, start to talk to people like, you know, who's, who's building that new um, mall, you know, that so-and-so is, I seen that guy's name developer. Yeah. He must be, doing a lot in this community and it's like oh yeah yeah he's my my second cousin and it's my cousin's best friend or something like that. and then you just start to kind of piece things together but just you, see, you kind of keep your eyes open and that's it i mean and it sounds like oh well that's oversimplifying it no that's not it i mean i have done that where suddenly i you know i'm in the room with the billionaires and people are like how does he do that and it's just like keeping my eyes open networking friendly and, and kind of having that goal to get in front of that person and then obviously it's having that valuable project that you could pitch them uh, and, and potentially get financing for your movie. Tom, that was fantastic. I, I'm sitting here just, you know, thinking about what you said and unpacking it in my own mind and really replaying some events in my life where when I graduated high school in my small, you know, hometown in Pennsylvania, I've mentioned this in previous podcasts, but there was a guy in my hometown I reached out to him because he had a whole bunch of billboards because he owned a whole bunch of auto dealerships and he actually met with me and he gave me advice on business. Um, ultimately, you know, at the time I was 22 and I really didn't know what I was doing, but I think back on that as, as a real turning point, not just being able to look around and, and find a billboard in my hometown and say, I bet that person might have some money, but also just going through the process of picking up the phone and getting the meeting. And just asking for advice, but but importantly, the fact that this person like met with me and gave advice, I don't know, I'm thinking about that. So here's what I'll leave you with. Go to a film festival, look around, go and watch some terrible movies and ask yourself the question, how the heck did this filmmaker ever raise money? If you've had that question, you're not alone. I've certainly had it. And I think it's an important question, but not because you're trying to figure out how that filmmaker ever raise money for what, in your opinion, is a very terrible movie. The question instead should be, how did that filmmaker find the people that were willing to invest money in the, in the movie in the, in the first place? And I would venture to say, and, and Tom has said this many times, and I'm going to echo some of the stuff he just said. Oftentimes, people that invest in movies are not investing for a financial return. If they wanted a safe, secure investment, you know, they might do an annuity. You know what I mean? Because they make that kind of cash flow where they're like, hey, I just want to have guaranteed income. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that you 
are just going to magically get a check. I, I, I don't want to echo everything that Tom said here, but the thing I want to leave you with, and I really do want to leave you with this, deals are made every day. Every day people are making deals and movies are getting made. So if all these deals are getting made and all these movies are getting made, then you should be asking yourself the question, not, hey, how did that filmmaker, you know, get money to make that movie? It should be, how did that filmmaker find investors that are willing to give that money to make that movie, knowing that it's an extremely risky investment? And what did they want? If it wasn't financial return, what was it that they wanted out of that experience to make them fork over the money? Start thinking that way. Deals are happening every day. And I'm going to pitch, uh, I'm going to pitch you on our filmmaking stuff um, mastermind. It's the Tom Malloy movie producer mastermind. I've talked about it many times. And you can check that out over at Filmmaking Stuff HQ. But I'm also going to dilute that just a little bit today because Tom really got me thinking. And there's a book I want you to read. Um, and I have to admit, uh, it's a book that is not related to filmmaking at all. But when I read it, it made me think differently about money. And I read that in my late 20s. And the ripple effect of that is, you know, I became an entrepreneur and I run my own business and I do a bunch of stuff now. But I look back, you know, based on some of the things Tom was talking about today, and I, I look back over, you know, the things that influenced me. And that book is called Cash Flow Quadrant. It's by Robert Kiyosaki. You might have heard of his other book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Rich Dad, Poor Dad's great, by the way, but I'm, I'm telling you, Cash Flow Quadrant, that book is the one that absolutely changed the way that I think about money. And the more high net worth individuals that I've met through the years, the more I've been able to kind of go back in my mind and reference how that book, Cash Flow Quadrant, really set a framework in my mind for me to say, oh yeah, this rich person is real versus the hotshot yahoos that you run into at like AFM that try to convince you that they're the, you know, Quentin Tarantino's brother-in-law, cousin, twice removed, which I've also met that type as well, as I'm sure you have. So, okay, so that's your homework today. Two things. One, go read or listen to the audiobook or find it on YouTube or wherever the heck it is. It's called Cash Flow Quadrant. Check that out. And number two, if you like the stuff that Tom Malloy and I have to say, um, we have some openings for the Movie Producer Mastermind. It's Tom Malloy's Movie Producer Mastermind. Um, you can check that out at Film Making Stuff HQ. And as always, take action and make your movie now. I'm so honored you were able to listen today.